I'm Mike. I'm Brandon. And uh, this episode, we're talking notable orbitals. <laughs> notable orbitals. It's the best Jeopardy orbitals. category ever. Yeah, so that means basically moons. We're talking some cool moons. Oh, but we could do asteroids and, and comets and planets and exoplanets. No, and, no. And black holes orbiting no. up. Those and are satellite no, galaxies that no, are like galaxy moons. No, guys, just moons. Some, cool, some moon. cool ass moons in our solar system. Cool ass moons. Okay, so the hangover is a good place for uh, other, other notable orbitals beyond that, I think. That could yeah, be we'll, see. We'll, we'll right. see what happens. We'll, in see, the, what, we'll see what in happens. But first, uh, of course, follow us on all the things at Drinking Cosmos on Twitter and Cosmos with Cosmos uh, anywhere else and on Spotify and YouTube all the things. and all the things that are out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, we I would like to give a shout out to uh, some awesome people out there that are doing awesome things. Uh, 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 my sister, so I am biased, but she's an amazing, amazing artist. Uh, and she has her own Etsy shop that she's opened, Ooh. Wild Ixia on Etsy. Okay, you can put it in the chat. Uh, you know, the chat. And let it be known, I was the first person to buy something there. Me. Yep, yep, yes. yep. And then, of course, uh, Ron Fodker, who remixed our Hangover theme and uh, and some other music for us. And so follow his channel, which is linked in the description below. below. Cool. Anyway, uh, awesome. And then also, uh, we also have a new little short series uh, called oh, The Shot. With Cosmos, with Cosmos, it's I like I've now I've started calling it to myself uh, uh, a bite-sized morsel of drunken science. Bite-sized <laughs> morsel of That's... drunken science. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, it's a little bit long. Okay, it's, okay. It's, it's a well, better title, but it's a little. <laughs> no, no, bit no, long. not the title. That's like its subtitle. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but anyway, so come take a shot with us. Those come out uh, on Wednesdays. And the first episode, Wednesday, right? I, I think we're doing it every Wednesday. All right, well, but the, the first episode uh, is uh, uh, a sh- we're taking a shot to Penzias and Wilson. Uh, if you want to know more about Wilson. what that means, and then go take a look at it. It's on YouTube and it's on Spotify and all those yeah, other things. Give it a give it a shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah, nice. <laughs> all right, everybody, take a shot. All right, and last right. but not least, of course. Uh, I wouldn't be Cosmos to Cosmos without some drinking rules. So if you hear some dogs barking, take a shot. And if we make any references to uh, Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. Oh boy. <sighs> yeah, you know. It's going to be a tough episode for that. Yeah. Star Wars is coming um, up for this one. Let's get it started. Uh, Brandon, what are you drinking? Oh, I got Moon Dust. Ooh. Hey, nice. which is just vodka, Kahlua, and milk. <laughs> Like, it looks like dust. regular. Yeah, it looks yeah like see? Nice regular. Like it. it's, uh, nice. it's not as, what's the word I want to use? Sharp, pointy as regular. It's a little smoother. Okay, that's good, because otherwise you die. Mm-hmm. Mike, what you got? I got the Lakes of, of Titan right here. Ooh. Yes, and it has, it has a lot of stuff. It has amaretto in it, uh, bourbon, gin, and uh, orange juice. Wow. Nice. So, I, I was trying to go for the color of Titan. I, oh, and you, you can't. Yeah, you kind of got it. It's got the haze to good. it. Yeah, the haziness, yep. which uh, we'll talk about. So I'm going to die with this drink, but I'm, I'm doing it. For oh, yeah. Well, you would also it's, die it's, if you drank the lakes on Titan. So, yes, you that's, so that's like a, a, a Titan Slammer. you got the Alabama <laughs> Slammer. Titan Slammer. This is the Titan, Titan Slammer. slammer. <laughs> this is the Titan Slammer. And what are you drinking? Um, I am drinking. That's no drink. But it's a drink. A- but it is a drink. And oh, okay. That'll be, well, yeah. Anyway. What's that? Um, it is a cran apple juice with cinnamon whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. So cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right. Notable. Yeah, that drink's going to kill me. Orbitals. We're talking moons in our solar system. Total moons in the solar system for planets and dwarf planets is currently at, currently, 214. All right? Now, what 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 constitutes a moon? Like, well, just because it's going around, is that a moon? Like, what is what is a moon? Uh, it is a body in orbit around uh, another body that is orbiting the sun. Like, so is it, it's is a there, satellite. All moons are satellites. Is there, like, a sign? And it's not between... man-made. 
Is there like a size? Like it could be a size of a pebble? Does it have to be the size of a car or what? I don't actually know what that transition is. Yeah, I don't know if there is a actual... It's so difficult when he's back on the show. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> because there's some like really tiny moons. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't... Of all the things that IA, IAU has done, one mm-hmm. thing it hasn't done, I don't think, is set a minimum size for for yeah. a moon. I feel like hmm. it's just like a man-made, or a, a, not man-made, a, like a, a, a natural body in orbit around a body that is in orbit around yeah. the sun. I mean, it's so, going to be kind of a gray area right know. now. So Yeah, like the rings. Are the debris in the rings moons? Or are they... Where that is? Well, no, no, because... Those are those are considered particles of the rings, and okay. so um, yeah. So, so like I the ring those being are seen, separate. Those are seen as different, but like for for example, uh, asteroids have moons. Um, there's about 150 asteroids that have moons, and um, one of them has the moon is only like 200 yards across, so not it's not very big at all. Um, so I don't think there's a Right yeah. as of right now, a size. Okay, just checking. Just but, checking. You know, it's got to be bigger than a rock you hold in your hand, because then that's just going to be a meteoroid, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know. So we're talking uh, what we <laughs> traditionally are thinking of as a moon, which is you know rocky, icy body, uh, in orbit around. You know, a planet is All what we're, we're pretty much going to be talking about. Uh, and so that breakdown, um, Mercury and Venus, sadly, don't have any moons. Uh, they were will forever orbit the sun in total loneliness. Well, forever is forever is a long time. Expands Maybe the and swallows them whole. Maybe they get a captain asteroid uh, one day. So they don't have any moons. Uh, Earth, we got we got a moon. We got a moon of our own. Be able to pick. Put pick one up. Uh, okay, well, whatever. One's temporary, though. Let me just, yeah, whatever. Uh, Mars has yeah, two moons. Permanent. Mars has two moons. Uh, Phobos and Deimos. Uh, fear and panic, everyone. Those are fun. Funnest moons in the solar system. Life of the party. Uh, Jupiter currently has 79 moons. Now, 53 of those are confirmed. Uh, 26 of those are uh, prospective. Yeah, they're, they're waiting more to data. be... They're waiting to be waiting confirmed. To be confirmed. So like ghost moons right now. Yeah. Mm, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just need Except some they validation. They need uh, validation yeah. is what they need. Uh, Saturn is the record holder with a whopping 82 moons. 82. 53 of those are confirmed. So basically it ties with Jupiter with any mm-hmm. confirmed moons. Uh, but 29 of those are perspective. Uh, Uranus coming in with 27 moons. I wanted Nothing. to make I wanted to make like let's let let's big ass joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or oh, something. Out. With dirty balls going around. To, yeah, dirty balls around Uranus. <laughs> um Neptune has fourteen. Fourteen. Right. Uh Pluto has five moons. Five moons has more moons than five. five moons. I forgot it had five moons, actually. <laughs> 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 and Eris, uh Eris, another dwarf planet hanging out with Pluto, has one moon. Well, we got more though. Homea has two, and Maki Maki has one. Maki Maki. Oh God, it goes down. Okay, <laughs> page break. I thought the list was over. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Welcome everyone. <laughs> All right, so two hundred and fourteen moons, no moons for for planets and dwarf planets. Yeah, so that has a lot of uh, potential, uh, I would say, for uh, some some notoriety. For some, mm-hmm. you know, interesting, interesting uh, moons that could be out there that maybe are like all weird and shit. Well, before we get into that, uh-huh. uh, your mom has a question. Oh. They always have a certain orbit around the other body. They right. always have a Keplerian orbit. I can tell you that. They all, they all, they always orbit it. Right. So I mean, what is Kepler? Kepler uh, elliptical. Right. Well, along the plane. Yeah, I should say. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be an elliptical orbit. It's always okay. going to be, uh, yeah, not elliptical. spherical, not. Well, it could be circular. It could be okay, a circular, circular orbit. Um, and so, I mean, you you can make the argument that a circle is just a special case of an ellipse, and so, um, it's it's going to have an elliptical orbit. Okay. If it has anything else, um, it's gone. 
And and the plane doesn't necessarily doesn't have to be on the same plane either. It could be wherever it wants to be. be. Does not have to be. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, let's get into some uh, notable orbitals, and uh, you know, like the first one that obviously we will start with is the most notable one: uh, our moon. Oh, our, our orbital. All right, cool. Because it's pretty, because it's pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's the first one we knew about. Yeah, we were like, hey, that's something up there. That big know. giant orbit disguise <laughs> probably doesn't want to kill us. Yeah, sure, that's yeah. nice. No, it wants to kill us. Every, remember, everything in the universe. I wants mean, to it's kill us. uh, you know, the tug and t- pull of the moon and Earth's gravity. You get tides, mm-hmm. uh, which can kill you. Yeah, you you way. get you get water tides. You also mm-hmm. get land tides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so basically, uh, our moon is just kind of a a cooled down ball of rock and some metal uh, of Earth uh, covered with a gray, uh, you know, dust like material called regolith. All right. Well, let me ask a question because <laughs> I think you're hoping somebody jumps in. Yes, please. Um, all right. <laughs> so, how was the moon formed? Let's just start with that. Let's big, start day by, one. By what happened to Brandon a couple days ago? <laughs> a big <laughs> collision. <laughs> slammed into the Earth about 3.5 billion years ago. Got a whole bunch of debris flung off of Earth, also my car, and slowly became uh, the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, it was pretty quick in, in astronomical terms. But yeah, so it was called Thea, I Thea, believe. Thea, yes. So a yes. Mars-sized object. Not Mars itself. No. A Mars-sized object. Did a glancing blow of the Earth. It was Earth, just like, hey, yo. Which not, saved us immensely, that glancing blow. Yeah. Um, knocked off a lot of material mm-hmm. um, that coalesced and became the moon. Um, sped up the Earth's rotation a little bit at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, the Earth's day was about five hours long. Um, oh, that's a sharp, and, oh. and the moon was something like 22,000 miles away from the Earth. It's not. Um, that close to us anymore. Oh, no, luckily. <laughs> and our day is not five hours long. Um, though during the week, I wish it was five hours long. Get through the week real That'd quick. Be nice. Yeah. But on the weekend, I want to go back like to like a normal hours, time. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe we can get into that during a hangover or whatever. Is um, as to why, what's going on at the moon's mm-hmm. further away now, mm-hmm. and, and that type of the thing. But... Orbital dynamics of it all. Yeah. Yeah, it has, has to do with tights, but um, that, that Can't explain Liz them. Is, is Can't, can't explain them. <laughs> yeah, so that's how the moon formed, um, what, roughly four, four and a half billion yeah. years ago? Yeah, shortly after our solar system was uh, born. Yeah, when there's a lot of lot of crap that was kind of flying mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. A lot of collisions. Taking a lot of collisions. Heavy, uh, heavy bombardment. Yeah, and so uh, there isn't any one person who has quote-unquote, discovered the moon. You can't, because everybody's <laughs> been able to see it as soon as they had, if they had eyes and as soon as they worked. <laughs> I claim this discovery for Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, um, so the moon doesn't have a discoverer, but the rest, as we're going to find out, actually do. Yes. Um, and, your, and your mom has a great question. Is that how most of them are formed? Um, yes and no. Uh, a lot of them are formed that way, especially when it comes to asteroids. A lot of them aren't. Yeah, and a lot of them formed at the same time as the planet. And that actually was a big question um, that physicists and astronomers had um, prior to the Apollo missions was, did the moon form at the same time as the Earth mm-hmm. in that same cloud of mm-hmm. um, gas, gas and dust? dust. Uh, or did something run into it, knocking mm-hmm. off all this material? Mm-hmm. Prior to the Apollo missions, it, the, the, the belief was that they formed together. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Apollo missions, uh, they got rocks. And they brought those rocks back home. And we were able to study those rocks oh, and find out the composition. Um, and um, the Apollo missions, much to the chagrin of um, one of the Apollo astronauts, uh, Harrison <laughs> Schmidt, um, really solidified the idea that um, um, the the moon was formed in a just an amazing collision a long time ago. To see that crash. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. So yeah, cool beans. Cool, yeah. So so, like, so, uh, so you have so your moons can be formed by collision, and then others are captured basically. 
particles, rocks, and things it, it, that... And it can also form with the planet. Yeah. So there's really kind of three, ways, a bunch of, three main ways. In which there's a bunch of different ways that the moons are, are formed. And sometimes the moons are delivered by space storks, and they get a new moon that way. <laughs> moon storks? Moon storks, <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and maybe that's how uh, our, our, our neighbor planet got its moons. Mars. Yeah. Mars has two moons. Yeah, Phobos. two little baby moons. And, and demons. Little, little space potatoes. Little tiny. Yeah, they are space potatoes. And another uh, uh, place we find a ton of rocky little space potatoes is the asteroid belt. Mm -hmm. Asteroids are known to be rocky little space potatoes. That's that's how much we care about Phobos and Deimos. They exist. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. What I'm saying is is because they are most likely captured asteroids. Oh, definitely. That came in, you know, and Mars had they're small enough, and Mars had just enough gravity to be like, oh, you're mine now. Yeah. And we could be my new best friends. Uh, yeah, and there's a lot of evidence that, I mean, you can look at them and go, hey, they look like asteroids. But um, if you look at Phobos, Phobos is going around the uh, around Mars backwards. And called, which is what, a little weird. Yeah, it's called retrograde motion. And um, that means that it didn't form with Mars. And so it, it was captured. captured. It had it has to be captured. It had to come from someplace yeah, else. Yeah, because if it's if it's uh if it's forming uh with the planet, it's going to be in, rotating in that same direction, same orbiting direction. in that yeah. same direction. Like uh, unless there's you know, but it, if unless there's you know uh like maybe an impact that then gets it to you know go the other way, but the chances of that oh, are that, pretty yeah. rare or it would be and too that, hard that of an impact that would, that would send it out the, of... Yeah, that would yeah, destroy it. Yeah, so it has to... Uh, if it's going the other way, then it has to have just been captured. All right, so they're, they're cute little guys. Notable because uh, Mars is notable. Discovered in the 1800s. Yeah. Aesop Hall. Yeah. I believe it's Aesop. Phobos Hall. that's Aesop slowly getting Hall. closer. Phobos uh, is getting Phobos is getting closer, so it's gonna eventually go a little kabawi into Yeah, Mars. so anytime you have a moon that is going in retrograde motion, oh, it's, it's in the opposite direction. Yeah, and so yeah. it is impossible for it, it's doomed. Um, and so <laughs> the, the the planet is robbing energy from the uh, from the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's causing it to slow, slow down, down and spiral in. And so Phobos, uh, Phobos is eventually going to uh, be at least maybe maybe ripped apart. Is it big enough to really yeah. be ripped apart? Yeah. Um, is a question probably. Um, but a lot of that stuff's going to hmm. fall and impact on Mars. And uh, when can we uh, approximately expect this event to happen? Do we know? Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> I do not know the answer to that, but I'm sure that uh, it's somebody in, has it's calculated it. Probably um, millions it, of years from now. Yeah, it's not. It's not in our lifetime. Definitely not. Okay, so we got Mars. Moving on out uh, to, um, I would say, the next planet that has some of the most notable moons. Pluto. Uh, in the entire Excellent solar system. Uh, Jupiter. Best friend, Jupiter. Jupiter, king of the planets. Uh, has a lot of, uh, well, 53 confirmed moons, you know, 79, uh, including the non-confirmations. Brandon, you need a nap, bud? We all need a nap. It's been a long week, man. <laughs> uh, and okay. so... I, th- I think we ought to just say it has 79 moons. Okay, it has 79 moons. So most of its moons are like tiny, like captured asteroids, little, I mean, in comparison to Jupiter pebbles, basically. Um, mm-hmm. In a sense, okay. So the most notable notable ones are the ones that most people have heard of or are vaguely familiar with, and those are the Galilean moons. Galilean moons discovered by Galileo in sixteen ten. Sixteen oh nine. Sixteen oh nine. Sixteen oh nine. I think. So. Hold on. That was close enough. Actually, it might be January sixteen ten. Well, it was over the course of a week because he saw three first, then the fourth one came to view a week later. Well, you heard it here first. It's either 1609 or 1610, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to say it was January 1610. Yeah, so I think you were okay. right. 1610. Oh. Hey, cool. Uh, and we're going to talk about three of the four, um, unless, unless somebody else wants to chime in with the fourth one. Uh, but the first one cool three. Okay, is one of, uh, is one of my favorites. 
Uh, and this is the moon Io. Uh, and Io is the most volcanically active object in the entire solar system. And I love it. How many, how many volcanoes it, does it have It has on? over 400 active volcanoes. Nice, and some nice. of those can be seen with large telescopes from Earth. Oh, man, so Io is like the moose to fire up the solar system. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? I didn't put our drink, uh, our drink logo and icon and music in this uh, new scene. Uh, Whoops. All right, well, there you go. I'll put it in post. Anyway. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> fix it in post. <coughs> and there are, uh, uh, you can go and, and look at um, uh, images that have been composited together um, that actually show um, like a large volcano on Io yeah. erupting. And you see like the, the plume of lava. And it's so cool. Um, the most One of the most famous pictures is of the volcano Prometheus uh, that's has this huge plume that's erupting. Um, what a cool name for a volcano. I know, right? Prometheus. That's yeah. the ultimate volcano name right there. So it's got a ton of volcanic activity. Uh, and that's because it's getting this like tug of war between Jupiter's massive gravity and uh, Europa and Ganymede, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But they're basically stretching and and uh, squishing Io so much. Uh, stretching them. If you're standing on the surface of Io, uh, you you're, the surface will go up 100 miles. Yeah, yeah, I can remember. What that is why it is a volcanic I And that's that's land, okay? So it's like, that is, think of the Earth's surface. It is, it's harder. So to put that in perspective, every day, um, twice a day, the every 12 hours, you go up one foot on the Earth. You don't feel it. You don't notice it because mm -hmm. everything on Earth goes up because of the yeah. moon um, and then goes back down. And so, but it's a hundred miles on, mm -hmm. on Europa. It's a big land um, Excuse waves. me, on Io. Um, and so that's generating yeah. just like this incredible, incredible amounts of energy inside mm -hmm. of it that's keeping it molten uh, yeah. uh, inside. And, and then you have all the volcanic yeah, activity of the recent. Io has no choice but to have a molten core. Yeah, it can't. Um, which is interesting because the majority of the moons throughout our solar system are more of these icy worlds mm -hmm. um, that we're going to talk about. And Io is like really the only one that has just such like this destructive heat to it. it, it it's really the moon with the best personality. It is. It's on fire. It's hot. <laughs> it's the hottest moon. Um, and and uh, it's... Um, it's something that I found interesting that I just learned today when I was looking, actually preparing for the show, is that um, it uh, it orbits close enough to Jupiter where it cuts through its magnetic fields, mm -hmm. um, and that basically causes it to become like this electric generator. Uh, and so it, it generates an electric current of 3 million amperes, which I don't know. 3 million that. amps. That is oh, a lot. Okay, okay, amps. It's a lot. Yeah. And, and it then uh, causes uh, lightning in Jupiter's atmosphere. My oh. God. Yeah, 300, uh, 3 million amps is not something you want to touch. Yeah, so it's 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 on fire. It's, it's electric. electric. Electric fire. It's amazing. Electric fire. Electric, electric fire. space fire. <laughs> um, so that's, that's Io. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Awesome. It looks like a pizza, by the way. It does look like a pizza. It, it looks like a Ours pizza that's be been like, left out for a while, and maybe you don't want to touch it, but you're debating how hungry you are. <laughs> 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 what pizza actually gets left out long? I don't know. I'm, I was imagining, like, I don't know, college frat boys or something. Like, that's, oh God, like, no, the they situation. They would eat it. Well, they would eat it, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So the next... But we're uh, going from hot to... We're going hot to real cold yeah. uh, with Europa. So Europa, uh, it's similar in size to the Earth's moon, um, except it is just uh, basically a ball of ice with um, a liquid water ocean underneath its surface, mm. which is really cool. And I didn't know this, uh, but it also has a thin oxygen atmosphere. How thin? How thin are we talking about? Like, here? The, you, 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 like one, one you billion? Need, you need to, br you, Probably, you need to bring yeah. breathing apparatus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you go. 
Um, so it's possible that underneath uh, Europa's surface, because it has like a salty water ocean, which is actually has two times more ocean than we have here on Earth. Um, but it's possible that it could have Europeans. <laughs> I mean, but think about that. Twice as much uh, water as the Earth has, mm-hmm. but it is uh, in an object the size of the moon. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. So it's got a lot of water in it. It has a ton of water. And it and it and you Almost have like those, you have the tidal the tidal forces between moons that, you know, keep it warm enough inside. It's not so hot that it's, you know, volcanic obviously like Io or anything, but that keep it warm enough inside to have that liquid water. You know, so there is a heat generation and when, you know, you have some sort of uh, heat generation and liquid water come together. Yeah, then Chemical reactions can happen and yeah, uh, exciting stuff. Who knows? Go down. Maybe there's life. Maybe there's life. I, I I would love to have, and I've said this before, like a submarine go down there, mm-hmm. like drill a hole, have a submarine go in, mm-hmm. and have um, like its first picture is this big squid that comes and eats it. I, I realize that it's a loss of billions wow. of dollars. But what an amazing But how picture. cool. But we do have the Europa Clipper going to Europa soon. Yeah, but that's not going in water, is it? It's going through the plumes. It's what? It's going to go through the plumes. Yeah, yeah. And and that's where you can find out. And does it have a lander? I have to remind myself now. Because for a while there, they're trying to put a lander on the Europa Clipper. You look it up, and then you can talk about it when we get to it. I would think that you probably don't want to have that. But anyway, move on. Um, Well, my mom said, uh, so glad our moon is icy. And then she asked, oh, or is our moon just rock? And it's primarily rock. I mean, there is some, some, like, water ice that's in the rock. Um, Yeah, especially, uh, that was one of the big things that uh, we found down in southern, at the southern pole. Mm-hmm. was that um, there is is ice there. Um, and this ice is originating from comet impacts mm-hmm. on the moon. So um, it's not like the water was there prior. Yeah. Um, it's, it's coming from deposited. cosmic, uh, I mean, comet collisions with, with the moon. But it's predominantly rock. Mm-hmm. Our moon mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, when you get further out in the solar system, like where we are, um, it's cold enough to where you have uh, more ice uh, and more uh, more than just water ice, but different elements of ice uh, like nitrogen and that sort of thing, because um, they can freeze at this cold mm-hmm. temperature. So, um, Jack says that the sub gets eaten by a wild giant tardigrade. Oh, maybe there are. That's because some be asshole more. company didn't <laughs> take stock oh, of their no. debris and they crashed, and now their tardigrades loose on the moons. Oh Tell us what you think. Oh, Tell no. us what you think, Brady. Tardigrades on the moon. Uh, we have water it's been a while. But tardigrades can survive anywhere. There could, maybe there could be a giant tardigrade that's been able to oh, grow. Oh, it's like, it's like the know, giant in, starfish from Suicide a, Squad. In your in Europa. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, next. We have the largest moon in the entire solar system. Bigger than Mercury. Ganymede. <laughs> Bigger than Mercury and Pluto. Uh, it comes in, its radius comes in at 1,635 miles, whereas Mercury comes in at a paltry 1,515 miles. Yeah, so Mercury needs to grow. You, this is 120 and miles, shrink, man. like it's doing. So I'll do the opposite of that. Yeah. So it's a big moon hanging out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Jupiter is a huge planet. So it has the gravity to be able to hang on to such a large, large object. Uh, and this is another icy moon body with an underground saltwater ocean. Um, and there's evidence that it might have like a tenuous oxygen atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also has uh, its own magnetic field. Oh, nice. Which has never been seen on a moon before. So it's they, they still don't quite... There's something, obviously, oh, a convection churning. that's generating I, it. Io also has a bit of a magnetic field. Well, that's not what I found in the notes, but okay. <laughs> it might have to do with Io's is maybe based on how it's go- going through Jupiter's magnetic well, field and stripping off 
uh, and, and uh, yes, there's a lot to that, and also it's kind of cool. So Io and Ganymede are uh, both magnetically connected to Jupiter, and so just like the Earth, when it gets the solar wind from the sun and it hits the magnetic field and goes up to the poles to create the aurora, uh, Jupiter is the same thing because of Ganymede and Io. It collects that um, magnetic field okay. and zips it up to its poles. So when you see the aurora on Jupiter, it's because of the moons. Yeah. Your mom's got a great question. How do we know? She's always got a great question. Well, you know. Uh, how do we know it's salt water? Ah, well, uh, uh, we can see resurfacing <clears throat> on the surface. Right, but of how do you know it's salt the water? Moons, and so they can look at that and study uh, its uh, uh, spectros spectroscopy uh, to study basically what it's made out of. Yeah, that's to one see way. The different elements that are in it. That's one way. Oh. Another way. <laughs> Another way, I, I, go, go ahead, Brandon. I'd imagine if it was fresh water, it would be frozen water. Well, all you got to do, well, one of the ways that you got to do, uh, one of the ways to do it is just, especially like if you don't get <laughs> yeah. any kind of remodeling on the surface, salt block. Um, like with Callisto, which uh -huh. is the Galilean moon we're not going to talk about, um, or with Ganymede, you don't have a lot of remodeling on the surface. Um, is you know how big it is, mm -hmm. you know its mass, mm -hmm. and then you're able to figure out its density. Oh, from that. so freshwater will be a lot less dense. Yeah, so um, uh, freshwater has a density of one, which is by definition, um, and um, <laughs> and salt water I believe is a little bit more of that okay. because of the salt content. Salt. Now, right. Rock is a lot okay. more. Um, so, 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 so if you were the this Go ahead. If if your moon, if you have a moon that has a density of around one, uh -huh. then uh, and it has a solid surface, then you know a lot of that in, interior part is water um, of some kind. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, I mean, you're really kind of just looking at density for these things. That's why we have fancy physics man here. <laughs> but what were you going to say, Brandon? You could put it in a bathtub and it'll displace more water than a freshwater uh, Ganymede. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, oh, Saturn. Saturn's the Saturn. one. Yeah, Saturn's you had the one. Yeah. Because, because, and you don't want to do that because it'll, it might be brains. Yeah, but, but then you But use, it's okay. Use, use, use Comet. Use Comet. Yeah, Comet. Comet cleans it up. Cleans it right up. I love that. Welcome to our planetarium show as well. one jokes in that. All right. Uh, so. Uh, one uh, last thing about Ganymede is that uh, Galileo spacecraft, uh, not the scientist, the spacecraft, uh, flew by uh, Ga uh, Ganymede. <laughs> but but I okay, go ahead, finish. I'm Are sorry. you visualizing Galileo Galilei flying by? Well, no, no, no. Oh, his, his arms are out wide like he's an airplane going. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Face. Got like a telescope in one hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go ahead. What did, what did the spacecraft find? Oh, it it found. I heard whistling and hissing sounds coming from Ganymede, which is kind of terrifying, actually. Well, yeah, I wonder what those are. Uh, what's causing those? But what I was going to say is, I can hear Galileo Galilei whistling when he discovers Ganymede. <laughs> And maybe hissing with later when he's pissed when off at something. He's pissed off at the Pope about something. Yeah. Um, but um, do they know what caused the whistling and the hissing? It didn't, no? say. No, it I didn't say. I did not look further into it. All right. But I assume, I would assume that maybe it could be like some outgassing per se, you know, of... Um, you know, maybe if it's having some, yeah. you know, of that of that liquid water <coughs> come up from the surface, or you Sorry. know, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. And, no. and don't forget it's proximity. It's proximity to Europa because all worlds belong to you except Europa. So maybe there's uh, potential noises coming from that moon interfering with Ganymede. Okay. Is that too much reference yeah. there? Yeah, all well, worlds belong to. Actually, in my headphones, you, you kind you of did, broke up. You did break up a little bit, but. Um, yeah, melting and okay. like melting and freezing, or uh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what I get. The audio broke. All right. Anything else you want to say about Ganymede, Brandon? Final words on Ganymede. Um, God, uh, there's there's a show I gave once, and an old lady came up to me, and she goes, oh, "You talked about Ganymede, but you didn't talk about the skyscrapers on Ganymede." 
<laughs> what? So but how could you forget those, not, Brandon? There are not skyscrapers on Ganymede uh, that yes. we know of. <laughs> but clearly she knows about them. But all right, I think we ought to get to the moon that we are going to take a lot of drinks for. We're going to get, okay, we'll get There's to There's a couple right of them. Um, so. The first one. The next planet in line is some notable moons. Uh, Saturn. Yeah, we're moving out. planet. Uh, Saturn, the of course. Oh, that's the ring. Oh. Take a drink. Let's just go ahead and do this. <laughs> Clearly, obviously known <laughs> for its <laughs> ring system. All right, but it's got some cool moons. It's got some interesting moons. Uh, one of them is a moon called Mimus. Mimus. And what uh, does Mimus look like? Mimus has uh, a, a a a signature feature, which is a giant impact crater on its surface um, that takes up about the third of a the size of a, a moon. And uh, this crater essentially makes it look like the Death Star. It's the Death Star moon. It's the Death Star from a, moon. From a certain point of view. <laughs> and, uh, and so that's why it's no moon. Mm-hmm. All right. So that crater uh, is called... Herschel Crater. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, I figure just saying Herschel, that Brandon will now go on a tangent over his love of William and Caroline Herschel. Let me tell you about William and Caroline Herschel, along with their son, John Herschel, um, who we'll talk about later in this episode as well. <laughs> so he, he was the first to... No, I'll, I'll let that okay. go. <laughs> I was going to I was gonna like give you like a minute, and then I was going to cut you off. <laughs> All right, so this Herschel Crater... Um, is is again it's huge stretches a third of the diameter across this planet and then it's pockmarked all over with uh with you know craters all over its surface but it's that one big one that's striking uh across its features and makes it stand out and kind of have this place in in pop culture i like for the podcast listeners not necessarily the youtube watchers but you know liz gets excited when you hear the clinking of the drink (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's, she's that's gesticulating. Like she's getting into this. <laughs> Mike hates me. Now, okay, a weird thing about uh, Mimus, though, is that it's cl- it's closer to Saturn than Enceladus, the next planet, uh, moon. <laughs> the next moon. Yeah. I know. I keep wanting to call it You wanted to call something else. Uh, <laughs> I, I know. And I always, I always want to call it Mimus. I've never called it Mimus. Really? Yeah, I've always called it Mimus. I've always heard it as Mimus. Mimus, well, th- yeah. these are differences that we cannot come together with. <laughs> no, over. it's over now. Um, Pod- okay. This is the last episode of the podcast, guys. Uh, it's been fun. Mimus! Mimus! Um, well, these were actually oh, named so by... Uh, did did uh, the Herschel's na- name uh, these? Yeah, names? so the, the question was of how, how are these moons named, and it's typically named by their discoverer uh, most of the time. Uh, so, for example... I. The, when we get to Uranus, uh, those moons were discovered, but Don't not give named. It away. Don't give it away. I, I'm not giving that away, but they weren't named until like 100 years after the fact. Uh, so typically by discoverers, but not always. <laughs> My mom has trouble naming her dogs. No, Jordy's a great name. Yes, okay. Jordy's a great name. Jordy's the best name. So the thing about Minus, again, it's closer to Saturn than Enceladus. So it should have more tidal heating. So it should be, mm-hmm. meaning it should have more resurfacing happening. You would think, um, yeah. You would think, but it doesn't. What? Which is what? crazy. So like that frozen surface has persisted long enough to preserve the craters. So the crust is thicker. So the crust, I guess so. Yeah, it's thicker. So it's. Uh, I, I do like a good thick crust on my pizzas. I like moods. thin crust. Yeah. I, really? I, You're that? Oh. I'm more of an Enceladus person. I just like uh like the like the Pizza Hut pan pizza crust. Is that kind of in the middle? Yeah. Now have you, you like the Goldilocks that? pizza? I will eat any pizza. You put true. It in front true. Of me. Just give me pizza. That's, that's it's gonna pizza. it's gonna go in my mouth. All right. Speaking of Enceladus. Enceladus is a uh, moon. I, uh, a moon. I first, uh, <laughs> I'd say uh, one of the most, uh, another very notable moon in uh, our no, no, solar no, no. system. It's a notable orbital. It's a notable orbital in the solar system. And that's because it has uh, plumes of uh, water ice 
coming out from it. It's just shooting off its plumes, which means, okay, clearly it has an internal ocean. Uh, it has yeah, it's like a, it's like a space humidifier. Generation, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, Cassini, rest in peace, uh, rest in Saturn. Um, yeah, yeah, that's better. <laughs> that's but it, in, in peace and Saturn. In peace and Saturn. In pieces and in Saturn. In pieces and Saturn. <laughs> So the spacecraft Cassini, um, uh, during its, its last um, dregs, uh, its last little bits of its voyage uh, in orbit around Saturn, one of the last things they did was have it fly through the plumes of Enceladus mm. to get a little taste, see what's going on there, what, what flavors it can pick out. Saturn's um, at the end, and it's just like, I'm eating everything <laughs> Yeah, now. pretty much. It's like, ah. Um, and so they found that uh, it has most of the chemical ingredients needed for life. So there's carbon right. dioxide, methane, water vapor, a little dash of ammonia, and it's either some carbon monoxide or nitrogen. So, uh, you know. And, and clearly it has a uh, heating source because mm-hmm. there's liquid water. Yeah, in fact, there's uh, they they think there's hydrothermal vents nice. likely under the so- surface. Um, and hydrothermal now, vents were very important for a certain planet that does have life on it. <laughs> Me, I'm the planet. <laughs> <laughs> planet Liz. <laughs> what were you going to say, Brandon? I was going to say those those uh, hydrothermal vents they're quite important here on Earth as well because we have things popping up around them, mm-hmm. little life forms. So you know maybe we go take a look and after we get by the giant squid that's going to eat us, we see little uh, life forms in the vents. Yeah, because they're little extremophiles. You know what they say about life. What do they say about life? <laughs> say it. Say it right. Life finds a way. <laughs> It's just the longest pause. It gotta be dramatic. It's the longest. Oh no, you you did get the uh, life uh, finds a way. Okay, well I wasn't trying to be Jeff Goldblum because that's how we hard should it. all strive to be that. That's true. Uh, your mom wants to know: Are the plumes steam? Um, no. No, they're water ice. It's like um, it's like a geyser, basically. They're go. basically water that's ice geysers. That's not what you have in the notes. It's ejaculate. <laughs> I wasn't gonna read that out loud. <laughs> okay, so basically, so my my note on, <laughs> so my note is uh, the if you like it, put a ring on it. So the icy particle oh, ejaculate no. from Enceladus oh, no. creates Saturn's E-ring. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was going to have to be in the show somewhere. <laughs> okay. Icy particle ejaculate. New science term for... <laughs> yeah. The plumes of the Enceladus. The plumes of Enceladus. Enceladus ejaculate. Yeah. Uh, so they're icy particles. Uh, they can they actually form yeah they actually form the E ring of Saturn. So mm-hmm. um, which is which is really cool. Uh, and it's it's uh you can imagine it's pretty cold out there. Yeah, it's um, pretty cold. Yeah. So hence why maybe how why it's also not steam coming out. It's negative three hundred thirty degrees. Oh, is that? But like? yeah, it gets colder. So we'll get to that. All right. Anything else on Enceladus? No. Okay. We got a long way to go. We got. Yeah. Do we? we yes. We, we have a long way to go. All it's right. Like Two hundred eight moons. Do we want to? Wanna, do we want to skip? Yes. Let's go to Titan. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. We'll skip to the best. <laughs> all right. Yo. Saturn's... You just skip it. Uranus like that. That's fine. Yeah. No. No. Titan. Titan. Oh, I thought you said the other one with the uh, R. Okay. okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Amateur. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so. Uh, Saturn's largest moon and the second largest moon in the solar system, uh, the baddest motherfucker. <laughs> the the Samuel solar Jackson system, moons. Uh, is Titan. Uh, it is uh, Ganymede, by the way, is only two percent larger than Titan. <laughs> okay, oh, so so I mean, to me, so thirty miles is what we're talking about. Thirty-two miles is what we're talking so about. So it's not that much, <laughs> not that much bigger. And the uh, one of the most interesting features of uh, of Titan is that it has a thick uh, thick atmosphere, primarily made of nitrogen. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
and there's, I assume, is there carbon dioxide in there as well? Probably. Yeah. Um, so this thick atmosphere, and it has 50 uh, times more air pressure than our atmosphere mm-hmm. has on us. And so it's taller than our atmosphere. Uh huh. It's taller. So it, it's a, it's a. So in fact, um, looking at Titan, we can't see the surface of Titan mm-hmm. with just our eyes. Uh, we have to use special technology uh, like radio imaging in order to map mm-hmm. what these surface looks like. Or uh, we can send uh, a, lander. a lander, the Huygens uh, um, probe. probe with, what was the lander? It was was Lander Huygens? Yeah, Huygens. Cassini was the space. Oh, it friend. was on Cassini. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, so Huygens, which descended onto the surface of Titan um, and took pictures once it got there. It didn't last very long. Um, yeah. But the pictures that it took showed um, rocks. That, ice. Oh, yeah, okay. They're, they're ice. Ice that behaves like rock. But yeah, it's, so it's ice. ice behaves as rock. Yeah, so it's basically ice, but they're they're like... Uh, it basically like polished pebbles, like uh, what you would find in riverbeds on Earth. So that was direct visual evidence of that water once flowed, a li- or a liquid, I should say, once flowed in that area. And what are those liquids? And they, uh, what's been shown is that Titan does have lakes and rivers of liquid methane, methane. Uh, ethane, these hydrocarbons that can go into the building blocks of life. Mm-hmm. Really cool. It's super cool. This moon is like... And really cold. And, and huh. yeah, we still haven't got to the best zero. parts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for Liz to get there. What? What? I'm going I'm to see if you get there. Well, to what? The best part? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of the best part. Uh, other than Geographical uh, features on Titan are named after... Oh, oh this is characters. the one. This is the one. <laughs> I forgot that this is the one. Named after Lord of the Rings characters. All right. Uh, name off your favorite Titan Lord of the Rings features, Brandon. Go. No drinks supply. No drinks supply. Uh, oh, we're, we're just going to Aramir, Doom, Erebor. Okay, okay, what are they? Do, Misty wh- Mountains. We're just naming things from the books now. <laughs> okay, no, no. So, like, Balrog. The things named after the characters, like Gandalf, for example, those are hills. Big old hills on Titan. I mean, that's the Lord of the Rings characters. Uh, same thing with big mountains, like the Misty Mountains or Mount Doom. Those are much bigger mountains. So that makes me happy. Nice. Cool. So Titan, uh, literally a cool place, but an atmosphere that is thicker than the Earth, taller than the and Earth. And apparently Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah, it's Middle Earth. It um, has lakes, rivers, and streams. Uh, it has large seas. Like these seas oh, are yeah. hundreds of miles wide and, yeah. and, and hundreds of feet deep. Mm-hmm. And it, so, it goes through seasons. Has yeah, a nice it, thick it atmosphere. Rains. And you, so you could walk on it without like a spacesuit. Well, um, you would die. But uh, you need to that. bring oxygen and a jacket. Uh, but if you, if you, uh, you can, if you jump, you can, you can fly by just flapping your arms. Right? Wasn't that the thing? I don't know about that. If I think maybe there that's was the whole thing we I remember talking about it in the planetarium I, I where it was it. like, where it was like, you can fly on Titan uh, just by like. You can fly easier. Your All right, so it's going to have less gravity, um, so you don't need as much lift to get you up. Mm-hmm. Um, you would you would just need the, you know, the wing, and you'd have to be able to flap it. Yeah. Okay. Strong I don't enough. know what it. I don't. Know it also takes you an extraordinarily long time to fall off a cliff. How long would it take, Brandon? It would take an extraordinarily <laughs> long time to fall off a cliff. Not like thirty seconds or a minute. It's going to take like at least thirty minutes. Well, at least then maybe you have time to like figure something out, you know, yeah, or, just, or just come to terms before you die. Um, Wait, yeah. if you go with the landing, slow, though, but the landing maybe, would be better. Yeah? yeah, maybe if you tuck and roll, you'd be okay. Unless it's like onto like jagged ice rocks. Well, okay, well, all right. You know, just, how, how fast do you have to hit the ground before you die? Well, that depends how you land. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're in it. Anyway, all right. So, so then Titan. Um, uh, is there a mission, or was there a mission that's planned to Titan? Yes, there is. So, it got confirmed. It's going to go land in the lake. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited for that. So, be such nice little amazing, boats on Titan. Such amazing science is going to come from that. I'm excited. All right. Every middle schooler's favorite planet. 
Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> you crusher of dreams. Jesus. Uh, and, and my note on for Uranus uh, is a moon by any other name would orbit as sweet. And that's because all the oh, moons nice. are named after Shakespeare characters. Hey. Which is weird. It's weird. It's real it's, weird. But it kind of makes sense when you get the reasoning behind it. So, <laughs> uh, so we, we referenced this earlier with a Roy McCann Herschel's son, John Herschel, uh, he named he named the moons. Uh, so they weren't after, named after Greek gods, which typically is how they go. Uh, but Uranus was the god of the sky and air, so it was reasoned that the spirits should accompany it. So all the names, the Shakespeare characters, are actually spirits in their plays as well. So like Puck and Ariel and Titania, they're spirits. I didn't know that because I don't really know a whole lot about Shakespeare other than the 1997 Romeo and Juliet by Baz Luhrmann. All right, let's talk Miranda. Okay, Miranda. Miranda is a messed up bitch. Um, this moon. Damn. This moon is. Miranda is fighting. This moon has a Frankenstein face. She Mm -hmm. is rough. Is that the one with the check check mark on it? <laughs> check mark. Yeah, there's like one that has like a big. Oh, check I don't mark know on. if it has a check mark on it. Um, but it's got. It just has this really weird terrain. Um, and it, it like it looks like it's been pieced together uh, from different parts, just like you know DIY oh, yeah, DIY yeah. moon essentially. Um, and so one of the main who's somebody who's not good. No. At- just so real bad, uh, off-brand Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, and so uh, one of the main uh, hypotheses that ha- how it happened uh, is that uh, it may have been like completely smashed apart from an impact, and then those pieces came back together. But you have you know some outside mixed with some inside, you know. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah uh, so yeah, it's yeah. almost like an inside out moon in a way. Um, or like a calzone. Yeah, <laughs> calzone. Cal- you know where my mind's at right now. Pizza. Yeah, you wish you were here. Um, and, and the other Uber man. The other hypothesis uh, is that large meteor strikes melted, uh, partially melted the icy subsurface, and so then you had like periods of like slushy water kind of rising to the surface and like s- smoothing over those areas. But personally, I like the uh, cataclysmic impact and coming oh. back together inside out. Oh, and shit. that's a lot more fun. Uh, exactly. For, for us. Yes. <laughs> not, not for, for the moon. moon. Not for Miranda. Oh, poor anthropomorphized moon. I almost said it correctly. Anyway, uh, a feature on Miranda that is interesting is called... Yes. <laughs> are you showing us prices of Ubers? Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I am. It is uh, out it, of focus. It's a, it's a it's a pricey pizza. I'll put yeah, it that way. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, but um, we're I, here. That's true. Anyway, uh, Corone are uh, an interesting feature on Miranda. So they're like these lightly cratered regions of ridges and valleys. Um, and the giant fault canyons are 12 times deeper than the Grand Canyon. Oh, this is the and, one. This is the one where you can I, jump off. Oh. I, I, was, I was just thinking about this. The Grand Canyon gets a bad rap, like solar system-wise, because everything's compared to it and everything dwarfs it. Like you think a Grand Canyon is big, Wait until you see any other canyon in the solar system. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but it's, but it's, but it's not... the only thing that we can use to help us. Like, I know. It's, it's just kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a canyon on Kauai in Hawaii that's actually bigger than the Grand Canyon. Yeah. It's deeper. The Mariana Trench. Okay. Also... That's above water. Okay. <laughs> it's above water, but um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Grand Canyon's got some great marketing. So... So this is a really big canyon. Really big, yeah. Uh, well, really big however, cliffs. however, if you jump off the Grand Canyon, you're gonna hit the floor and probably some like you know the side of the wall and stuff. Um, and donkeys. Uh, in pretty quick fashion. Uh, whereas if you um, if you dropped a rock off the edge of the tallest cliff on uh, Miranda, it would take ten minutes <clears throat> to reach. Uh, the that's floor. a long time. Oh. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take us back for a second. I'm still, I'm still stuck in the Grand Canyon okay, idea. Okay, let's go back. Uh, so, you know how we name telescopes like the really big telescope, the enormous telescope, yeah. the mind. Like, what if we name canyons in the solar system that way? We have the Grand Canyon, and then you have the really Grand Canyon and the extremely Grand Canyon. <laughs> I think I think we should petition the IAU. I, but how many synonyms for large and big and huge and 
ostentatious canyon. You know, there there are books. Um, they're called the thesauruses. They can give yeah, you all the I'm saying no, how many possible. No, those those only existed in the Paleolithic era. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, in a nutshell, basically Uranus, most of its moons are uh, rocky and icy cratered balls uh, that are very similar to each other, um, in a sense. Um, and actually, most of them they do have like the same um, ratio of rock to ice oh. um, in them. Cool. So, good on you, Uranus. Nice. On to Neptune. Neptune again. Neptune has like fifteen moons. Yeah, right? but uh, but there's only one that real ma- that yeah. really matters, right? And that is the one that Brandon got confused with earlier. Similar to Titan, except it's called Triton. Yeah, and is nothing like the actual moon Triton. Titan itself. I uh, know this one goes around backwards. Uh, so which means what have we learned, kids? Capture if it has retrograde planet. motion. <laughs> yes, it means that in three point six billion years from now. Uh, Neptune is going to rip it apart. And that means Neptune gets a new shiny... Nice ring. Ring. <laughs> yeah. Which it will exist, unlike the Earth, in three plus Neptune. billion years. So Neptune yeah. will still have rings. That's cool. Yeah. Which would be cool. I mean, imagine... Oh, that'd be cool to see. Like, that ring system form. Yeah. I mean, Saturn or Triton. Because uh, you get no more Triton. But yeah, but if you had to go out some way, you might as well go out. Exactly. Yeah. So, so Triton, as Brandon alluded to, it is a captured Kuiper Belt object, um, and got too close to Neptune, and Neptune was like, "Hey, but come over here. <laughs> You're mine now." Uh, and 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 Triton is pretty like weird, uh, because it has. Um, this like weird surface texture that resembles a cantaloupe. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, on it. So <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's it like does. a cantaloupe moon. Only like half of it, yeah. Yeah, like on part it, of it. it. Yeah. yeah, and these are like smooth volcanic planes um, formed by like icy lava flows. Icy lava flows. So you're not going to have your, you know, fire volcanoes out here on Triton, uh, like on Io. Out here you have Cryo volcanoes. It's so cool. Cry- ice volcanoes. No pun intended. Cryo volcanoes. Yeah. You just have like lava of like nitrogen and like methane and stuff just like spewing from the surface. Like it's just such a weird, like I have no way to visualize it, you know? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. hard. It's a hard thing to visualize. Uh, but it sounds amazing. Ice cubes being shot up off the surface yeah. instead of like lava. Lava, yeah. Because you want it's to like an ice dispenser for going up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cube form. Um, and so it it's uh yeah has that weird surface texture there, and um, it is the coldest moon in the solar system, coming in at a whopping negative. 391 degrees. I mean, almost Fahrenheit. 400 degrees below zero. That's almost absolute mean, zero. It's not too far from absolute wow. zero. What, what is absolute zero? It's like Fahrenheit. 450 degrees below zero, oh, roughly. Like reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Triton. What are you doing, man? So, 60 more degrees. So uh, it has um, uh, it has this like um, thin atmosphere. Um, that's made mostly of nitrogen, and uh, a lot of the nitrogen condenses as frost on the surface, and so it, that then creates um, a super high reflectivity. So it has it reflects seventy percent of sunlight, so it can get that cold. Oh, nice. Um, but when you're talking about the volcanoes, you didn't talk about so geysers. Yeah, it has ice geysers. And then they go up, and then what happens? I was gonna get back to it. Okay, well you. Okay. You so I've been making hand motions here the whole time. I know. I'm getting. I was gonna get back <laughs> to them. All right. So the uh, the cryovolcanism it has these ice geysers, uh, which is a mixture of water, ammonia, and nitrogen. So they blast off from the surface of Triton. They were up twenty six thousand feet high in the air and then make a right turn they get blown over at a 90 degree angle and it's super weird and why? astronomers don't understand don't really like why what? that's happening if there's like winds that are yeah it's, it's, it's really weird it's though that like, winds to be at twenty six thousand. yeah so it's like it's a weird it's a weird it's mystery. a mystery 
Mysterious moon. It's an ice volcano mystery. Notable like a, orbital that's, that's, that is the best Nancy Drew book of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Drew with the mysterious plumes on Triton. <laughs> I like, I read it. And the Hardy Boys help. Baby Sinner's Club came oh, yeah. And then the Boxcon children show up and, <laughs> and everybody shows up. Harriet's fine. We're going to solve this. I was a little too old for Harriet's fine. Anyway. Uh, all right, so Triton, pretty cool, pretty awesome, uh, but we're not done yet because we featured planets with moons so far, and it would be only fair to feature the most famous dwarf planet, Pluticlutes. Good old Pluticlutes. Pluticlutes. Probably has one of my top three favorite moons in the solar system, I'd and, say. And that is, how do you pronounce it? Uh, so it's named after his wife, uh, Charlotte Sharon. I thought it's named after the boatman to the underworld. Yeah. Oh yes, so but so it's, it's how it's pronounced is with a sh, the soft ch. Oh, Sharon. Sharon. But yes, no, uh, you're right about that. It's named after the ferryman who carried the souls across the river to the underworld, mm-hmm. Pluto. So. And it's spelled C H A R O N. So you want to say like Charon or something. Charon. Charon. Yeah. But Sharon, and it's half the size of Pluto. Yeah. Um, uh, Pluto's smaller than our moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It so, is smaller than the United States. Yeah. So Sharon is half of that. So it's pretty small, but compared to the size of Pluto, it's a ginormous moon for Pluto to have. It's uh, uh yeah. it's it's too big uh for Pluto to really have ca- captured it at being a separate object to capture it to have a moon. Okay. Or it seems like it should be too big. Um, and maybe they formed together. Maybe. Um, but it's also known as like a double dwarf planetary system. Mm-hmm. Binary dwarf planet. Binary dwarf planet. Um, they have mu- mutual tidal locking. So <laughs> yeah, both sides uh, face, each, face other. each other all the time. Constantly. I mean, you, you have to get sick of that face after I know. A while. It's like, God, get out of here. What is, can I see the other That's going to happen to the Earth and the moon. Eventually. Moon, moon is gold. Bye-bye. <laughs> Uh, so, one of the best reasonings to call it a uh, binary dwarf planet system, in my mind, is that the very center, the point where the two objects orbit one another, is outside the Pluto. So, for example, the Moon and the Earth, they orbit the point that's inside of the Earth. Mm-hmm. Jupiter and all of its moons orbit the point inside of Jupiter. Uh, but Pluto and Charon there, they orbit the point outside the Pluto itself. Mm-hmm. So, it's not actually orbiting Pluto, it's orbiting this point just outside the surface. So, in my mind... That's a great definition for a binary system. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can get on board with that. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's how most everybody sees it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's oh, a drink. That's a drink. Yeah. 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 Had that. Yeah. Uh, it is basically just like, it's like Pluto where, well, it's, it's different in surface composition than Pluto. It's is, similar. Uh, but it's an icy, it's another like yeah. so, icy moon. Well, the, the similarness would imply that they form together. Yeah. Uh, and also on Sharon, you have this red Tholen stuff, which is very common on Pluto, but it's only in the one area in Sharon. Uh, so what we're thinking is that there's some kind of impact or something, and the Tholen deposited itself from Pluto onto Sharon on this northern part of the moon. And that red area on Sharon is called Mordor. <laughs> Not are they allowed to do that? Is Mordor taken up over in uh over? No, they in don't Canada? have a. No, no, they have Mount Doom, but they don't okay. have Mordor. Nice, I like that. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, all and the features it's... on Pluto are named for like Star Trek characters and and people, Star Wars, and I, I, isn't Tolkien on uh, on Pluto as well? So maybe, but Tolkien. Or yeah, you're, you're right. It might also be on Mercury, because I know Mercury has traders listed for artists and writers, mm. um, but most likely on Pluto as well. Um, what was I going? What, what, one of the things I love about it is that it's really close uh, to Pluto. It's only 12,000 miles away, which is obscenely close yeah. for a moon. And so when you see the pictures, they're just right next to each other. It looks amazing. I just love looking at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Uh, like like you said, they're tidally locked. Or maybe yeah. you said they're tidally locked mutually. mutually. So you can be on the far side of Pluto and never see and never see the moon. Like you could live there, never know. Pluto has a fucking 
Yeah, Ooh, and, and and but if you're in the right place, it's always up above the horizon, and there it is, and mm-hmm. looking cool Excellent. and everything. Man. Um, but Pluto actually has four other moons that go around. Uh, what do we got? Nyx. Hydra. Hydra. And that's all I know. Styx. 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 Carabos. Okay, yeah, yeah. The three-headed dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Cool. And so did we talk? We said Hydra already, right? Yep. Yeah, we said Hydra. Okay. And then Sharon, so. Cool. Yeah, so we got some wild uh, moons in our solar system. Pretty, uh, some, uh... Uh, pretty notable orbitals, <laughs> if I do say. Which then, you know, you get to think about all the other planetary systems that we've been discovering out there. And, they have bad moons as well. You know, exomoons. Exomoons, you know, have to be out there. Uh, so you, and with the crazy weird exoplanets I that mean, we've uh, discovered so far, you gotta have some wild fucking moons out I, there. I want to believe. <laughs> thank you thank you i was hoping someone was gonna make it better i got you <laughs> all right all right well uh that's been uh this episode yeah this Cosmos. was a solid Cosmos. throwback to a uh, season one we had really long episodes i know this was right? good <laughs> well you're uh you're skyping in so yeah, yeah that's what this was uh so uh stick around for the hangover if you're joining us now uh or you can find the hangover later uh on what are we YouTube. what are we talking about in the hangover oh figure who knows figure it out. Knows. we had something from earlier we that we could uh talk about but uh okay. Okay. i don't know if i remember it all <laughs> we'll right so, and then uh, what's what's the next episode on we don't know we don't know yet <laughs> folks we're still figuring that out so stay tuned for that but for now thanks for joining us Follow us uh, on all, all the things, things at Drinking Cosmos and at Cosmos with Cosmos. And uh, we'll see you next time.